coming to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we are blessed and excited to have Abby O'Sullivan of Foxy Fit and Foxy Lash come on. Uh, Abby is someone we've known for a couple years. We met her at a trade show, and then she came to LashCon two years ago, and then she actually was part of LashCon last year as she did the Wake Up With Abby section every morning to get you stretched, get you warmed up for the day. We're bringing her back again this year at the live LashCon, so she's going to be there again so you can meet her. And we love her because she really is all about living your best life, right? Being healthy eating well, exercising, and making sure you feel fit so that you can do your job better. So many of you guys just ignore your body and just beat it into the ground. And then you wonder why you're grumpy. You wonder why you don't want to do lashes for a long time. You wonder why days just move so slow. It's because you're not doing it correctly. You're wearing yourself out and you're going to be burning yourself out. So Abby's going to come on and really talk about how you can change that, how you can be more healthy, how you can eat healthy. She's going to give diet tips. We're going to talk about some things like ART. And at the end, she's going to talk about her program that you really should look into because I promise you getting something like this to coach you and help you see the places where you can improve what you're doing will increase your likelihood that you'll be doing this as a career and not just a hobby or just a a couple of years of your life. Tussie's been doing lashes for 16 years and she's been doing it that because she took Kate, well, she didn't always, but now she very much takes care of herself. Everything from stretching to eating well to making sure everything's optimized in her room. So I think you're going to get a lot from this episode. But as always, what do I have right now, guys? I hear from you. Announcements, Paul. Yes, announcements. Yes, we have a whole bunch. Right now, this is like our busy season. I feel like we have everything going on. First, I just want everyone to know if you're listening to this, you only have a couple more days to sign up for overcoming the Lash Allergy webinar and how to partner with a doctor. That's going to be August 16th at 5 p.m. But good news, if you can't come to the live recording, just wait for the replay. We will send it to you. You'll have 60 days, guys. We're giving you a lot of time to go back, listen, re-listen. And I'll be honest, I see people who buy the course. I don't know who does, but I can see when people do or do not listen. A lot of you guys get through only part of it. I know it's a lot. But I promise you, you really want to take this class and listen to all of it because it will change your business and it will allow you to become the expert in your area when it comes to allergies and allow you to keep clients so you don't lose money from people leaving your business. You will keep everyone pretty much. Also, guys, we have our last retention and styling course that's going to be in Vegas. It's going to be with our friend Molly out there with uh, Touch a Lash on September 18th and 19th. We've sold out, I think, five seats, so we just have a few more left. So if you want to be part of if you want to learn Tustin's last retention and styling how to become an artist who can get your clients to go four weeks between your appointments you want to sign up and take this and it's really uh basically it's coming up fast it's only like five weeks away so sign up today and then you get to hang on vegas and have fun guys it's gonna be a blast we have two more dates october and december coming and we'll announce details of that very soon lash con day one tickets are still on sale we have less than 30 and this is the big thing at la- at the basically the last <laughs> the last conference is our day one ticket. This is the four day ticket. This has the VIP ticket included. The only way you can get a VIP ticket at this point. And this is what's going to really give your business everything you need to level up. You're going to hear Anthony Trucks, who speaks at Tony Robbins events and other places. And he's going to come in and blow your minds. And he's going to do a leadership workshop in the afternoon. We're going to be having our mastermind where we're going to help you figure out and solve problems in your businesses and help each other. And brunch, lunch and breakfast is included. And it's just going to be amazing that first day. And then the rest of the conference, which we still have tickets to, you can buy that. Just go to the link in the bio or in our show notes and get your tickets today. Um, prices are going up. Actually, I think 
tomorrow. This comes out Thursday, and they go up on Saturday. So don't delay. You want to get your tickets today, and payment plans are also available. All right, and last thing, last, lashes, which we did an episode recently on. Lashies are something that you want to be part of. You want to sign up and get. There's five categories you can compete in. Over, uh, the best overcoming story, customer service, client retention, referral, technology, and salon design. All of you, if you've been lashing more than a year or two, I should submit to this and see where you stack up. And I promise you will learn a lot just doing it as you analyze, as you answer the questions as you think through the stuff, because there's basically some essay questions that you're gonna have to answer. You're gonna submit those, and then we'll announce the winners on September 3rd, and then we will reward those uh, people at, uh, at LashCon itself on Sunday evening. Actually, September 3rd is when everything's due. We'll announce the winners on September 27th, and the award show is on November 7th. So this is your chance to be recognized. This is your chance to be honored. And as we said before, if you've been listening to us for a while, this is not a one-person-only wins. We're going to really just have a threshold, and if you beat that threshold, we may give up five people awards for any one category, or 10. I mean, if we have 10 people who have amazing customer service um, standards, why are we going to limit it to just one? I think all of you deserve to be rewarded and honored. So this is your chance to come to LashCon, get on the stage, and be honored and celebrated for your hard work. So do not delay because the deadline for that is coming up quick, September 3rd. All right, guys, that's all I have for announcements. So let's get in with Abby now where we're going to really sit down and talk about what she does to help people like you have a better and more healthy lifestyle. Hey guys, we are here in our new LashCast studio. So excited over in Pasadena. We just moved our office and we have our very first interview with Abby O'Sullivan from Foxy Fit and Foxy Lash. Welcome to the show, Abby. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so excited. By the way, welcome to the show, Tush. I forgot to say hi to you. <laughs> You're ignoring me. Yeah, yeah, ignoring you. I and yeah, we've been uh, basically we've been friends with Abby for at least a couple years now, and you actually did our warnings wake up with Abby. I think it was last year with LashCon, correct? With the stretching, yes, yeah. the virtual conference. Yes. yes, yeah. I met you guys in Vegas two summers ago. I think mostly at the Lash Anarchist party. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Fun. Like that, I saw you guys yeah. at the booth and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think I mostly figure out who you guys were then and then went to LashCon, obviously, and, and had there. a blast. Yes. That party was basically so Allie made a statement with that party. It's like, okay, yes, I'm the party gal. <laughs> she is the party gal. And she she yeah. basically has to level up now every time. So yeah, yeah. Just going back. She set the bar high. <laughs> she and we had a great party at LashCon that she hosted, and she's hosting the rap party this year. Yes. We decided to put Allie's party on Monday night. To entice everyone to stick around a little longer. Yeah. Because what's one more night, really? Just hang out for one more night. Yeah, plus we can get a little wild. Yes. Because exactly. you don't have to worry about Tuesday unless you <laughs> yeah. plan your plane flight in the afternoon. So you can yeah. sleep in in the morning and recover. So anyhow, that said. Well, let's get into it because I think what you're doing in our industry is what I, I love to see this happen. Where you see someone taking their two passions in their life and they kind of cross paths. And I, in fact, we talked about this at LashCon 2019, and we really encouraged a lot of people. And I felt like in 2019, I saw a lot of new people venturing out saying, hey, let's try something different. I don't have to just be a, come a last trainer or a product line. I can find other things that I love and I'm passionate about. And you are passionate about lashes and health and fitness. So 
I think it's really cool that you crossed those two together. So maybe first tell us a little bit more about how you got into lashes and then we'll go from there. Well, I was in aesthetic school in 2008 and was reading about extensions in the spa magazines in class. And back then it was the two big companies like Pepsi and Coke. And you just Mm -hmm. chose the prettier marketing essentially. (laughs) And that's what I did. And there happened to be a class also near me a few hours away. And so just before I graduated, like with all my hours done from aesthetic school, I went and took that one day class. Oh. Didn't even get to finish my model because she had to go to the bathroom. Right. But- just, <laughs> I'm sure it was like too much time, right? Just one day. I mean, you're like, oh my gosh, I learned this in one hour. <laughs> I learned so much. And I was like, yeah. actually, I just remember wanting the teacher. There was another gal there who she had met on a plane who already did lashes and did her lashes on the plane. I don't know how. Yes. Anyway, kept kept calling her a rock star and that's yeah. all I wanted. I was like, I want my teacher to think I am the rock star eventually. And I did hear that like later on. She was like very proud of me. So thank you. Anyway, <laughs> then I graduated and I moved to a different, to just a slightly bigger town and started working for a little small place where I never really got to do lashes. It was super uncomfortable with that very basic aesthetics bed that doesn't adjust up and down. Everyone's back was killing them. Mine, it took me like five hours. Then I went out on my own and lashes became my niche because I was like one of three people in town doing them. And I just started to get referrals. And what town was this? Springfield, Missouri, which is the town that I'm in currently. Springfield, the most common city, I think, in the United States. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I always tell people, like, if you're confused, just look in the center. (laughs) Right smack dab in the middle. There you are. Near the big square state. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway, so built my business mostly doing lashes for like the next eight years. Oh, wow. So I was an independent contractor. I ended up moving to where I was working out of a spa. Super busy. And started was working like 40 plus hours a week, taking six clients a day, which I thought was a lot and eventually got certified in volume and then had to, you know, like work that in. And that was a whole nother pain in the butt of, (laughs) of work. And I just gradually started to get burned out over and over. I started to think about becoming an educator too around that time because I had some other friends that were, that was sort of like something that was starting to happen. Yeah. And what year was that? 2015, I think. Abby, can I ask a question? Yeah. What do you think some of those factors were that were contributing to your burnout? Was it that were you scheduling your people just back to back? Were you not allowing yourself to take a break? What made it super overwhelming? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, all of that. Of, yes, it was definitely the lack of boundaries, the lack of scheduling boundaries. I could have raised my prices more than I did and then lost a few more and made some more time for myself. I got to where I was bringing my lunch pretty quickly because I realized I didn't want to wait for the like two delivery places that we had or for somebody from the spa to go get it and bring it back. Wait, it takes too much. Yeah. I had to go back, eat, take a few bites, go to the bathroom, run back for my next client. Mm -hmm. And then I was also more of a post-divorce like party girl at some point when I got really busy. And so I was sort of burning the candle at both ends with work and socially. (laughs) So then going to a restaurant, hanging out, you're sitting and sitting and sitting, going out on the weekends, recovering on Sunday, and then back to back to work on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So it was several work and lifestyle factors. So 
I was trying to become, let's think about becoming an educator because I thought that maybe that would sort of help me in that process. In the meantime, I ended up with tingly ring finger, tingly pinky finger. I had like, I still like these monster knots in my left shoulder and it was the volume position. I was working off the back of my hand and I would like literally just my shoulder would be in my ear. Like a hunchback. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like like very lopsided. Like Igor. <laughs> yeah. Igor, the last artist. I would, <laughs> I would have the massage therapists in the spa like just work on me and just I'd be like, can you just take out my muscles and just like, bring them out, and yeah. stretch them back yeah. out and like iron all the knots out and put them back in my body. I was also having some problems with my hips. I'm not really sure why, but probably the way I was sitting for years and years. So the more that I tried to compensate, the more uncomfortable I got to where I couldn't even sit like comfortably through my full day. I mean, I'm still very particular about my work, still very clean, but I was like definitely slapping on some lashes, like just to get get done, (laughs) get out of here. Like I got to get up. Yeah. So I ended up in physical therapy with a physical therapist that does active release therapy. And it's like, I mean, he saved my body, but that was weekly appointments. Can you explain what that is? Cause I know Tessa's loves active release. Saved my body too. Yeah. Maybe you can share what that is for people. Yeah. The best way I can describe it is, so my physical therapist was big, strong, like tall guy. And he just would put his fingers like in at certain points where to like release like nerves or muscles. And then he would also move my limbs around and just sheer force and that uh, kind of internal massage with everything. He would get up in my subscap, like in your armpit and he got in my hips. The first couple of weeks, it's painful, but like in that in that way that, you know, you need it, but it was weekly appointments for probably a couple of months Mm -hmm. until it was biweekly and then sort of three to four weeks until I moved later that fall. So about January was when I started seeing him. And then May, I had a road trip by myself to Nashville. And I realized that I could like was sitting comfortably and I didn't have any pain in my hips. And that that's like five solid months. That was my sock drawer of cash that I had stashed. That's how I was paying for these appointments. It's not cheap. No, yeah. the active release though is super critical. This is what saved you with your work yeah, too, right? Yeah, I, mean- I um, had carpal tunnel surgery. I had surgery on my shoulder. And what I realized is my body builds a lot of scar tissue. So like in, in physical therapy, what I noticed that they would do is hold it in place and have me stretch. And wherever it was the pain, that's where they'd want me to stretch and go deeper into and I mean, tears would be running down my face, right? And they're just like, you need to do it. Otherwise, you're going to get a frozen shoulder. That's when I got introduced to that the active release. And how it was explained to me, it's like when you have been injured or when you are actively doing something repetitive motion, your body supports your system, your tendons and your muscles and your bones and your limbs by kind of building scar tissue. And it creates like an internal bra for you inside internal girdle that holds your shoulders in place to support it because you're completely doing that same thing over and over again. The problem is, is that when you try to do something else, that's not that motion, you're limited. The muscles get shortened Mm -hmm. and it's painful. And then everything else, because everything is supposed to be sliding and gliding on each other. It, in order to get uh, strong in one area, it has to glue down other areas. That's where you get knots. And so Mm -hmm. you have to press into that scar tissue 
And you have to move the muscle and you have to be pulling it apart as you're doing it. And it is incredibly painful, but it is the only thing that will continue to give you that motion. And that's what they would do for me after my hand surgery. The same thing. You could feel the scar tissue and they would just say, don't be afraid. It's not going to hurt you. you know, you've just got to move, move your hand. You've got to move through it. Yeah. But um, I think that that is one thing that lash artists and anybody who's doing repetitive motion can invest in or can learn how to do themselves. Like you, after I paid somebody to do it for a while, I figured out how to kind of do it myself and keep myself in the game. So how are you keeping yourself healthy after you did that? To add to that, Tessamy, is the body adapts to the inputs that you give it mm-hmm. very easily. So the fact that we are sitting in that position day in and day out and not ever moving out of that range of, well, it's not motion, that's for sure, but it does create like your body is basically that's its safe zone. And so when you do go to move, you feel all that tightness. And so you're, and then your body kind of creates pain and it, you feel that sensation. So you don't keep moving. And sometimes if people aren't careful and they go to do something too suddenly too much, then that's when you feel like you've pulled something or you've hurt something, but it's just because you don't move like that ever. Yeah. So that's one thing. Well, I love ART and I recommend it because I think it's one of the most effective manual therapies. Like massage is great. I just was always so desperate for a massage and it just it's temporary, yeah. which is okay, but it's temporary. You need those passive inputs as well as active inputs to help your body heal. But man, that manual therapy with ART was like, he saved my body. Like yeah. he kept me working, probably kept me from getting carpal tunnel, which ended up being radial nerve rather anyway. Mm-hmm. So just something that led all the way up to my neck and in my head. And and I'd be like, well, I have this weird place in my foot. Can you work on that too? Like, so anyway, that's one thing that I had also seen a chiropractor and I've seen a few different chiropractors. And I know that some are more educational and more thorough than others. And I think that what happens a lot of times is that we depend on these other therapies as if that's the only thing that we need to do, where we need to be actively working ourselves too. But there's also the education piece that's missing sometimes. A chiropractor, you know, just, well, all right, see you next week. Well, okay, well, what can I do in the meantime? Yeah, stay healthy. What can I do in the meantime so that I don't have to pay you $130 every week, like out of my hard earned lash cash? I mean, come on. Yeah. So that's one thing that I wish that I had known as I started to get into being a personal training client, which I had already been in that time. I just didn't know the things that I knew about mobility. I would stretch and foam roll and do all that great stuff. And that helped me. But as I've become a personal trainer and I've gotten more into how I want to help people and especially like knowing I want other lash artists to have long careers with less pain and not having to spend all this time in appointments and spending all that money in appointments and just like generally feeling way older than our years. (laughs) (laughs) So mobility was something that I started to really get into. And it's not just like the beautiful dynamic flows that you see on the internet that look fancy and fun. It's, it's actually like active inputs with a stretch and an isometric contraction. And I can go a little bit deeper into that, but I do a lot of stuff on my Instagram. That's kind of like the beginner stuff of that. 
Well, let's get into that in a second, but real quick, I want to just recap something just because one of the things we always try with this podcast is always make sure that we're kind of giving people like things they can use, right, today. I really do think ART is really one of the best things. I mean, Tess and I, we did massage stuff that didn't really work much, like you were saying. It's so true. It was ART was really, I think, the best thing we saw as far as, and not only do physical therapists do it, but also there are chiropractors who do that. Um, in fact, mm-hmm. the yes. chiropractor I go to, he's one who actually introduced us to the AART. And you can actually go to the websites and get information. I believe the ART, there's an organization, the Active Release. There is an organization that helps the network and trains people in this technique. And I believe you can go to their website. If you look up ART, you probably will find it. I don't yes. and, and be able to get the information, find someone in your local area that can do that. I, I think that would be really helpful for those of you who are thinking just massage is all you need. Like, I, I, this is not enough. But getting mm-hmm. ART is amazingly more powerful and, and even, better than, even better than, I think, the chiropractor. The truth is, when I went and saw Derek, our guy, most of the time he spent was ART on me. Most of it wasn't doing back cracking and all stuff. He was mostly trying to create mobility and all that. It's because it's more muscular than it is skeletal. Yeah. So while chiropractor does feel good and it can create that space, if you will, we also do need to work on the things that hold all of that together. Like we have to work on the parts. Yeah. We have to work on the parts together. I've totally had several different chiropractors and they're all, they can be very different from one to the next. So you really do just have to kind of do some due diligence and find what works for you. You know, you alluded to it a little bit and I just want to pick your brain about the things that you've, the stretches coupled with an isometric Contraction. That was like a word she got excited about yes, when you said I'm that. Like, yeah. okay. it's I'm like, ooh, coach nerdy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems like Abby has figured out a couple of things that could really help lash artists. So can you take us through maybe a couple different things that our listeners can hear and repeat and, and benefit from? Yes, I think so. Without, well, yeah, with no like, visual aid here, but just try to explain I know, I'm like, it. Yeah. <laughs> I can create one for you and you can post it. But like, <laughs> so you know how people get in a door frame and they'll place their arms, like their forearms against the door frame and you stretch. Yeah. Oh, you yes. Bring your chest forward, forward so you can yes. stretch this like pectoral shoulder junction out. Yeah. As I'm visually showing them, but trying to describe also. Yeah. It's kind of um, like the tight so, Titanic with Rose, like. You know, right? Like, <laughs> the, the wind in the back. Leonardo yeah. behind her, holding her. So when you find you find that that good stretch there, you can actually just kind of take yourself as far as you can with that stretch. So you're really feeling it, and then if you press against that door frame for like five seconds, building up the intensity. So like a light press. So if you're thinking of massage or the way that you touch a client's face, like light touch, medium touch like harder touch. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of the, the intensity of this press and then retract and hold that for five seconds. Now, when you retract, you're like squeezing a ball between the shoulder blades, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying you're, to you're pull trying to... that back. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to crush a can between your shoulder blades and you're trying to keep everything there. So you're holding, that's an isometric contraction. A mm-hmm. plank is an isometric mm-hmm. contraction, mm-hmm. like flexing. That's an isometric contraction. And they're super cool because you can do them, but just your body weight, any person can do them. And they actually build strength, not just in that area, but around the, in the other tissue as well. So a functional range conditioning is the certification that I've gotten in FRC and Dr. Spina, Spina, I'm probably not saying that right, but I mean, if you like to get into some esoteric sciencey body stuff, 
he's your tissues and he's your guy. Okay. Super fun. <laughs> so you now see so your contract, so you're retracting and mm-hmm. you've got that held and then just kind of move into that new position. And then you would repeat the process. So you're actually teaching, you're kind of loosening up and strengthening on both sides and creating more range of motion, but you have to do these things often too. Like when you like say often, are you day, talking or... about a couple times a day, like at once a day? You could probably do something pretty simple like that every other day, every day. Okay. I take people through like mobility workouts that it's almost treating it like a training session for like, like leg day or something. But I have particular things that I like to do as part of my warm up because I have sat for so long. I have like my hips just feel, you know, I just need the hip flexors or they feel shortened and tight and they're just tend to be weaker when we sit all the time. And so I have certain things that I, I take those principles and I apply it to my warm up. So it's not, it doesn't take me a super long time, but it actually activates, makes your joints feel all buttery and good and smooth and so, oh, that yeah. sounds great. Now, is your program available for people that are not in person or are you only doing in person? No, absolutely. I actually do mostly online. Okay. So. Oh, okay, so, fantastic. Well, let's get into that a little bit more towards the end. I want to talk about what you're doing specifically. I guess for you, as you talk to people, you probably see a common pattern of certain be- things that are issues. What are some of the biggest issues for people that you've seen that most people struggle with? And maybe if you have a Share one that's a problem, but also maybe we can give like some hope. <laughs> like there's there's a solution for that problem. <laughs> it's not just oh yeah, well, yeah. Oh, I've got a really good one because I know you guys know this person too. But setup is a huge part of it, mm-hmm. and I know yeah. Tessany is like queen of the setup. Yeah, yes. your chair, any vision that you need, your lighting, your bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your palette, your tray, tweezers, everything has to be like ergonomic. Yeah. I would almost bet that's yes. probably the number one problem I see. When I look at videos of people working, no one's using loops. Everyone's hunched over. I like to say they're eating soup off the forehead. They're just they're sitting there eating <laughs> soup on their forehead. And that it's really just not conducive to be able to work for 10, 20, 30 years. And this is why we recently heard someone pretty well known speaking saying that you can't do lashes for more than five years. You know, you'll, you'll break mm. down, you'll f- physically fall apart and just give them like, and we were like, Tustany was sitting I mean, with another I long- disagree. Yeah. <laughs> and Tustany was sitting there going, I've been doing lashes for 16 years. The gal next yeah. to us had been doing lashes, I think for 12 or 14 years because they were, people aren't set up right. I think, I think people do lashes poorly and yeah, five years is enough time for you to break down. Absolutely. I was probably three years in of being super full time. Like I'd been probably doing it longer than that, but like super full time. Mm-hmm. And I, I was working out, but I was massage table. I finally got a different chair. Like I was kind of using, kind of not using mag glasses because I went to a show and they weren't really measured correctly. Mm. So I couldn't really get used to them and just not taking breaks, like not honoring yeah. what my body needed. But yeah. And the hope there is that there's a whole flash happy course. I mean, to, cause I'll, I'm happy to cross promote, but she has laid it all out. She has discounts for people. She tells you why and how you can set up along with a lot of other things in that course. So I know I'm in a lot of the esthetician groups and anytime anyone asks about a chair, I have two screenshotted that I just like pop in the conversation because I'm, uh-huh. I'm done seeing 50 comments on those conversations. Yeah. <laughs> like you guys get this one or get that one. Like yeah. it's done. done. 
no more Amazon chairs. Okay? No, no more. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're sitting on plastic in three months. And the thing is that people have to understand, yes, it's going to cost money. These things are not cheap. I mean, mm-hmm. getting loops will be They're an investment. between $800 to $1,500 for a pair of loops. A chair, like Tuscany's chairs, I think is about $700. We bought the one that Melina recommended as well, too. We got you that know, one, I, too. I, yeah, the one that's for the core that helps mm-hmm. with. Tuscany just likes one that's armrest that she can use to rest her arms because otherwise you're really floating your arms all day. You need to invest in those things because you're investing in yourself. You're investing in your future. You're investing in your comfort. Absolutely. This is your career. It's well, worth it, right? Listen, take a lash class, get a fancy chair. Take a lash class, then get your fancy bed. Like yeah. we can alternate. We don't just need to get every thousand dollar certification that comes up. We can also invest. In and tools. if I had done that, like in the beginning, if I'd even kind of realized that this is the beautiful thing about the growth of the industry is, is like now this information is available. So if you're not taking advantage, you're kind of digging your own grave. Yeah. Good luck. Have fun being BFFs with your chiropractor because it's right there. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, the information is there for you. There's so much. I know you're sharing the information now. Like you said, Milena with Lash Happy, she's doing a lot. And I know we share a lot. Inform- yeah. Everyone's like all of a sudden now just trying to help. And this stuff, a lot of this stuff is free. That's what's amazing is you don't have mm-hmm. to pay two hundred dollars or even or a little bit. I know I will get into your stuff, but I know Melina's stuff isn't crazy expensive. No, not for what it is. You know, people pay two thousand dollars to go take a two day training for lashes, and then they're like not want to spend a hundred bucks on their body. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've had so many people like, well, why don't you do that? And I'm like, I don't know because I don't want to spend my money on that. Like, so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, just and then, and then you just see all these people in pain, suffering, joking about. It. You see the yeah. memes, all that stuff. It's like, I know, yeah. like it's funny, but it's really sad, yeah. actually. It is, <laughs> and it doesn't have to be that way. I think people just accept that this is what it needs yeah. to be, and I don't think I it does. I really don't. I think for Tusney, what we've seen with her as she over the years has elevated her area from the bed being a very nice bed that elevates, moves to whatever angle she needs it to be, to her chair, to the loops, everything. I mean, you feel like you can go all day now. You literally without any physical problems or anything like that. And she's it's amazing. It's just amazing what just having a good setup will physically enable you. Yeah. You know, you don't have to break down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of lash artists are afraid of setting like boundaries and schedule boundaries. Yeah. I think it's becoming a lot more prevalent to yeah. talk about it, you know, especially raising prices, setting boundaries. And I get in and I talk to people and some people just don't want to, they just want to work the whole day through and do you, boo, but like, like more power to you, but I can't recommend enough, at least like a 30 minute break to eat something, to drink some water, because you are not just what you do in the last year. Like you were a human being, a person that also has life outside there to enjoy. And you're just really like helping yourself so much more in the long term If you just take a minute to move Mm -hmm. and to eat. It's clearing out your life so that you have time to enjoy the work. I mean, those of us who can hustle and grind, I mean, we can do it if it's called to us, but it's like, let's not make that a habit. You used to work 10, 12 hours a day straight. Do that. Just do it. Run to the bathroom in between clients with a minute food in your mouth. Eating just one second before the client's in the room and then shoving underneath the table and just working. Just... All this insanity. We've all done it, but it's like, and it's not worth it. It's not worth it. it but it's just so not worth but it. But now I'll share this. Tuss has half our break between almost every client. Once in a while, we'll do 15 yes. minutes, but generally 30 minutes. Between every, and that was because of COVID. But I felt like, you know what? We're going to keep it this way. She'll see three, four clients a day now. 
We're not going to be seeing, we're not trying to see 10 clients a day as the old days used to be. And I feel like it's just a more sane pace. I know she's happier because she can actually either lay down for 10 minutes if she needs to, go walk, get some food, run mm-hmm. the store. I mean, she just, I don't know. It's just having that little extra time. It's yes. Margin. Yes, it means that, I agree. You know, you're working maybe from, instead of from 10 to 5 or 10 to 6, you're working 10 to 7. But I feel like the extra little time gives her a lot more sanity. Also, from a client perspective, I have been an employee of a lash studio one time. <laughs> one time I was an employee <laughs> for like four months. Yeah. Um, and they were on the hour every hour. That was like from start to get them out of there. People would come in with uncleansed lashes. And I'm like, how am I supposed to work like this? And it was hour after hour until I was done. Yeah. Barely a bathroom break, like no actual lunch break. I knew that I needed that extra like 15 minutes with clients, like from my own schedule. And I hated rushing them out. I hate rushing people out. So even if I have to take a couple of minutes into my own turnaround time, just so I'm not like, now, sometimes people sit back down on the bed and they start, you're like, all right, let's move towards the mm-hmm. get out of here and do that outside. Yeah. But I like not rushing them. You just got up from getting your lashes done and you're a little, you know, nappy and like, oh, I'm sleepy. And you're in so, that luxurious moment. Yeah. Just kind of like, okay, well, beat it. I got my next one. You know? Well, that's <laughs> not a luxury service. I mean, if you're, yeah. if you're at Denny's now, all of a sudden, the, <laughs> You know, the Denny's last joint where basically people are kicking you out. We have to clear the tables. Move, move, yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. That's not Server classy. brought your ticket before you got your food. Yeah. <laughs> so it's better if you're really trying to create a very high-end service that maybe this is the calling. Like if you really are busy, raise your prices a little bit, put bigger gaps in your schedule so that you can do the other things. Like you could do the stretches. Like you could say between your third and fourth, second client and fourth client, that's when you do your stretches. And then your third client, that's when you eat your lunch. And you could schedule it your day. You can get control of your schedule. You are your own boss. This is why we're our worst bosses. We abuse ourselves regularly as bosses Mm -hmm. because we feel like no one else can do it. But I think taking that time, slowing down and all that. And for people who do have employees, that's something nice to consider for your employees too. Because yeah. I know not everyone, like as that employee, I did not have control over what was going on. But that's also what made me go out on my own about four months later. I was like, I'm done. Like, I can't work like this. It's just not how I want the service that I want to provide. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. And if Please. you're in California <laughs> and you're not doing that, you get sued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, you do. I mean, California, oh. you have to have paid breaks and you have to have a half hour lunch. It's, it's what you need to do. And there's a lot of people still in California still not doing that. And, and that's true in some other states too. So let's move into diet because I know exercise and movement, you're really big, but you also really, I think, focus on people's diets, correct? Yes, I am a nutrition coach. So cool. I do. And also I am like the queen of the snack cabinet in a lash room. <laughs> okay. I was like, talk about it. I love to talk about that because I just think people are like, what can I keep? I'm like, oh, I know. You Trust know. Me. <laughs> okay. Always have a cabinet full or a drawer full of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, number one, I highly recommend having a mini fridge if you can. And if it's not something that there's a common break room. Mm-hmm. So I have a mini fridge so that I can keep actual food and my lunches. And so I do make time for that, but I have a whole list here and (laughs) I do have to write things down. Otherwise I forget stuff. So fruit is a good, I'm a proponent of protein because that's actually what keeps you sustained as a human being. That's the only essential macronutrient, everyone. I'm sorry. I do love carbs too, but protein is what actually just keeps your body repairing and building, rebuilding itself. So 
the way that we're breaking ourselves down, we can at least help sustain yeah. what's left. So, and then also so, build muscle. So you have just a big refrigerator full of chicken? <laughs> chicken and rice, you know, yeah. just grow it out. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. No. no, so I like super simple things. You could do hard boiled egg. You can make egg salad. Personally, I like tuna. So like those little tuna packets mm-hmm. or make tuna. Yeah, or chicken salad. So you can do chicken salad with lettuce, or you can do the mayonnaise or veganaise or avocado, like guacamole based, mm. you know, the binder that holds it together. And you can add tons of veggies. You can add sunflower seeds or nuts, you can add grapes to that. And then you're kind of getting a lot of things at once. And when you take a few bites of that, you're getting more out of that than you are like a couple of crackers. I mean, I love a cracker, but not that much. So carrots, peppers, cucumbers, if you like celery. So you can have all of those things sliced to munch on too. Hot dogs? And or put... No. I mean, if you like hot dogs, Paul, go for it. I gave up hot dogs. Once I got prostate cancer, (laughs) it's like no more food that causes cancer. Yeah. Right. No more processed crap. Yeah. I cut that out of my life. Yeah. Mystery meat. Yeah. Mystery Uh, meat. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Um, have those crunchy veggies or just eat them plain? I I like hummus. Mm -hmm. I don't always because it depends on the amount of time that I have to eat all of this, but. I do like crackers and I do like crunchy things. So having like sliced veggies is really good for me. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite snacks is kind of, this is really sort of weird, but I do like sliced deli meat. I and mean, if you can get it where it's not so processed, like we have a health market here that that's not quite as like, like processed tasting, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Whole foods. And then I like cucumber slices with a little balsamic and a little olive oil and cracked pepper and uh, like Himalayan salt. I like, like that is a really weird snack, but I like that little cold cut, little, mm-hmm. yes, little cooked perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus I'll just give a big shout out to Trader Joe's spicy hummus is so good. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't really big Love on the hummus. veggies stuff because I used to eat guac and chips every night. That was my yes. thing. And I said, I'm going to live with this. And I refuse. I told Tess, that's the one thing I'm not giving up. I gave up a lot of foods with that. And I finally... <sighs> about two years ago, I gave that up and it was good. And now he'll eat cucumbers. Yeah, with the spicy hummus, which I thought was really yes. good. Yes, I love hummus. And yeah. then those little guac cups, like mm-hmm. the individual, the holy guacamole is the brand. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Those are perfect because it's just that serving. It doesn't go bad. And that's a, a wonderful fat for you. Mm-hmm. So love that. I love hummus. You could do Greek yogurt, like plain Greek yogurt. You can mix your Greek yogurt and your guacamole together and it makes it really creamy. Wow. It's kind of like, Ooh, like that sour cream, like kind of fluffiness, but it's not sour cream. So I mean, yeah, just little things that you can do to make things different Mm -hmm. and taste because Greek yogurt on its own, isn't really all that tasty, but you can make it taste like, um, I know there's recipes out there for like <clears throat> excuse me, like almost like a ranch dip mm-hmm. type of thing mm-hmm. with Greek yogurt. And then Greek yogurt has a higher protein content. So again, ways to get protein in. And that's why. How about sticks it. of butter? <laughs> sticks of butter. butter sticks yeah. of butter in your coffee, everyone. Yeah, no, please don't do that. <laughs> you don't need to be doing that. For some Maybe reason that ghee, just sounded right? really like, good no. <laughs> right now. Sticks of butter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Too many, he's like too many vegetables. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. So another one you can do, you know, you can also just fix yourself a regular lunch. I mean, I make taco type bowls all the time, like taco meat, sweet potatoes, veggies, 
or rice. Like I'm a protein, fats, and carb person. Like I like a balance. Yeah, yeah. So I do make time to eat something like that. Even if it's 15 minutes, I'm going to get my lunch. I make sure my clients kind of know. I will grab it and take it with me as I'm walking out with them. Like they know, they know that I need to eat. We don't play. We don't pussy um, around here. I got to eat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Like, okay, bye. Love you. Like I got to, mm-hmm. before my next client shows up. Also overnight oats is a great one oh, that's just mm-hmm. because thing. you can dress that up like a any million different way you ways. want any yeah. fruits, yes. any different kind of milks mm-hmm. that you have. Yes. And it takes, I mean, I'll make it in the morning and within a couple hours, it's ready to eat. So you don't actually have to do it the night before. Mm-hmm. If you forget, you could just take it, put it in your fridge. I like, I usually use like a milk alternative, like almond milk or something or coconut milk. I personally use a vegan protein, but that's just because I got off away during a gut health thing and I just never went back, but I, nothing against it. And I like chocolate. So I like that chocolate, peanut butter, banana. I like blueberries in mine. I've been doing strawberries lately with peanut butter banana. So good. I love it. A little bit of honey. Do you do any kind of acai bowls or anything like that? Yeah. Well, I actually, personally, I've been on a, in a calorie, I have a health coach too, and we've been dieting a little bit. So I've been in a calorie deficit. So I've kind of given up my morning smoothies, but for a while I was doing for almost an entire year, like a morning smoothie every day where it is blueberries or strawberries or mixed berries, just berries have so many antioxidants are so good. Mm-hmm. Also fiber content is important here. I like a little banana. I'll put kale or spinach. Spinach tastes less than kale does. Kale tastes, you taste it more. Yeah, it tastes like dirt. Yeah, it really. <laughs> I tried it for a while because I thought maybe spinach was giving me a problem. And I was like, oh, just like it doesn't blend up well enough. Yeah. So yeah. You're just eating it. You got to have a really high powered blender guy for that. It's blend tech. Yeah. Blend tech is awesome. So yeah, just like, you know, and then a, a protein powder and whatever little supplement things, chia seeds is another great fat mm-hmm. and source of protein or hemp hearts for the acai bowls, super easy. Like you can just get those frozen packets and then just enough liquid to get it moving. And then like chocolate granola, that purely Elizabeth granola Ooh. is, I can't even have that. I saw that in the store. Oh my gosh. Target actually has it like cheaper than anyone else. I don't know why I'm whispering right now. It's like, it's a <laughs> secret. A secret. I got a secret it's for like you. telling a secret because, you know, if you go to like Whole Foods or something, it's like $8 for this freaking bag of granola. Abby, but, you know, yeah. just sprinkling things on it. Do you guys have grocery outlet bargain market? Do what? No. Grocery outlet bargain Grocery market. Grocery outlet bargain market. It's this new it's market, here, new market here and they have all those Whole Foods and Trader Joe's it's kind of brands. Cheap. That's oh, where I saw the Purely what? Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. We're lucky that we don't have a Whole Foods, which is okay because we're lucky we have actually a local chain that is a natural health food market. Mm-hmm. They have three locations and we're honestly really lucky to have that. So they have grab and go deli. And we have a lot of, we have a lot of Walmarts and that type. I mean, it's all good because you can find some of the different Walmart neighborhood markets of the Walmarts will have a really good selection of things that I just wouldn't have expected to find. So now real quick, I was going to want to make one comment because this for me is something that was a big reveal or something I understood because beforehand when it came to eating, we just list off a whole bunch of things you can be eating. These are things that, you know, go back, write those things down if you're not, and start trying what you like. Because you may find one thing you love and another thing you don't, but you can, hopefully you can collect up a collection of food that you can have well in stock all the time so you can eat better. But one of the things I want to encourage people to cut out completely, and that's the carbs. I think most people know this, but I don't think until you really sit down and calculate, you don't realize how many carbs you're eating. 
We're talking about the unrefined. We're not talking about good carbs like, you know, brown rice and sweet potatoes. We're talking about things like Coke. Or bread. Or I remember the big thing with her, you were telling me, because I used to think I didn't have many carbs. I'm like, I don't eat that many carbs. She goes, that's all you eat all day. (laughs) I'm like, what are you talking I about? Hardly every, I get I in the morning, every I have rice. cereal. Oh, that's right. And then I have orange <laughs> juice. And then I have, I mean, I have lots, all the sugar-based stuff, pancakes, yes. whatever. Then I go to lunch and I have a sandwich with bread again. And usually it was French white fries. bread mm-hmm. and French fries. Or tortilla chips. And then tortilla chips. And at night we would have always, um, we liked white rice, not the brown rice. So we'd have white rice or we would have, everything was carb. I didn't realize it until we really sat down and looked at it and went, oh my gosh, all day I'm getting sugar high from morning to lunch to dinner (laughs) and I'm not really taking care of myself. And then, you know, really... I've cut all that out now to where today in the morning we have a what we call a mush, which is kind of like the overnight oats. And then we have this big green shake that Tustin makes. Maybe we should talk about Rhonda Patrick here in a second. And then at the evening, then I have usually a protein and a vegetable. And that's it. It's really Mm -hmm. simple. Well, the thing is that he used to say, because I didn't make French fries at home, but he'd be like, I hardly ever have French fries. And I said to him, I know you think that, but every time we go out, what do you normally eat? He's like, hamburger. I'm like, what do you have with that? French fries. Like every time. It's part of your diet, okay? Weekly diet. Not monthly. Weekly diet. You'd be like, I hardly ever have this. You have it every week, okay? (laughs) And when you're, especially like during a busy day and you're like, I'll just grab a handful of nuts or I'll just grab these crackers. I'll just have this protein bar that's basically a candy bar. You might as well just have a Snickers because it's about the same. (laughs) It really is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely better ones out there, but the problem is they don't really fill you up very long. And Mm. protein is more long-term, is more long-term satiating. So just like your more complex carbs, like sweet potatoes, like oats, they last longer. They fill you up more. They also have fiber, which is really good for your digestion and your, the movement of all of that, because we don't want it all hanging out in us. It's getting gross. Like that's not good, but I move it on out. So I encourage people to move away from more refined carbs mm-hmm. and just find their taste buds again. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's so much inflammation that comes from the mm-hmm. that amount of sugar. Sugar in it of itself is not the devil, but well, too much of anything can be bad for you. Yeah. But it just can cause a lot more issues, mood, hormones, your hunger, like all your hunger hormones, weight gain, your energy, skin problems, gut problems, just from the inside out can cause a lot of issues when when we're not even thinking about what we're getting from our food, which are micronutrients too, like vitamins and minerals and the things that we need. So yeah, I'm usually with clients are kind of like, there's usually got to be a little bit of a switch to focus on protein because a lot, especially with women, because I do work mostly with women, like we're not getting enough mm-hmm. and people are hungry, but it's because they're eating all this empty stuff. Yeah. And if you're going to go for like a bread or cereal or whatever, I would just as little ingredients as possible. Like I have a wrap that I like, and it's actually got quite a bit of fiber. And that gives me that kind of like that wrap, that like sandwich feel or breakfast burrito feel without so many ingredients and the more refined stuff that I have been through a gut health journey. So I kind of am, it's taught me so much and made me so much more aware of what I'm putting in my body, like on a daily, which is a lot more vegetables now. A deep appreciation for vegetables. And I think people, (laughs) when you first hear that, at least for me, it was like the worst thing in the world. I was angry, like 
<laughs> I mean, we've gone through different stages. There's I been do like, what? Yeah, the, over the last 10 years, it's been a, a progress where I've had to give up things one thing at a time. It's been slow. I didn't do it all overnight. I didn't do cold turkey. Like, and that was, I found that works well for me, but there have been a few phases. Like, I think the chip guac one was my worst one where I was just really like stubborn, like, I will eat this till I die. And the problem is <laughs> it's killing me. I mean, I'm because I'm eating all this processed food, not the guac, but the chips and all that. And mm-hmm. they're really mm-hmm. not good for me with my prostate cancer. So finally, I got prostate. I finally mm-hmm. went to test. And I said, okay, that's it. I'm done. And I started hearing more about inflammation and all these things and realized I need to eat cleaner. I need to eat things that aren't processed as much as I can. I still eat some, obviously, but I just try to cut it down more and more. And I already see good benefits. I mean, really, in the last three years, I've had two biopsies. They can't find the cancer right now. Which and is I, amazing. Which I really yeah. attribute that to diet, that I've changed my diet so much that what was feeding the cancer beforehand is not feeding it anymore. And either the cancer is stagnant and just staying mm-hmm. there and not growing, or I'm hoping it's going away. And, and I've heard stories I've read about where just through eating healthy, people reversed chronic diseases in their body because they went to a, a plant-based diet. They ate whole foods. They didn't eat all the processed stuff. They cut out all the sugar, everything and dairy. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys, but dairy too. I'm still, that's my one holdout still with Tuss. I'm still, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. When I go to uh, get my, what is it? Chipotle. I need my, I need, I need my cheese and my cheese. I need that cheese and I need the sour cream. I just really do. It completes it. Otherwise it's like, uh, yeah, not the way I want it. But that said, you know, I'm getting there. I may, I may get to that. Baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps. (laughs) But I really do feel like for people, if you really want to learn more about this, maybe we just do. I don't know if you know much about Rhonda Patrick, but I know Tusney is a huge. I love Rhonda Patrick. She's a researcher. You can find her on YouTube. Just type in Rhonda Patrick. Start with her micronutrient smoothie. She's got two videos on it, and she tells you what she puts in hers and why, why it's important for the human body. And that's the fascinating part is like what's in those blueberries and why you mentioned, you know, all those antioxidants, but she goes into a full explanation of why it's good for the human body, which is fascinating. Mm -hmm. That's inspiring for me. So I'd encourage you guys to check that one out too. To link that back to lash artists to like what we're doing, like, why should I care? Well, if you're feeling stiff and achy and you're not getting very balanced meals and actually eating like stuff that comes from the earth, you can create more inflammation in your bodies, including your joints that can can contribute to arthritis or any like achiness that you're feeling. It definitely contributes to like the things that I mentioned earlier, just feeling sluggish and slow and the chronic under eating and then maybe having bigger meals on the weekend, it's not great for like your body composition. Should that be something that you're worried about? And I know personally in the beginning of my career, like coupled with my fun lifestyle, that sitting all day doesn't do you any favors in a lot of ways. And that was one of the reasons that I ended up getting into a gym. I just kind of started getting interested in my own health and gradually made it into a gym and realized that I loved that. And it felt good for me. It was a stress relief after my day too. You know, it was like the one like hour I could not have my phone and somebody be like, I need an appointment or somebody needs to switch or blah, 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 blah. And I could just put that away. Focus on you. So that kind of started my love for fitness. And then I guess I didn't really talk about how I got into it as a personal trainer, <laughs> but basically I've done the employee thing. I've been an educator and I ended up moving home and I was very, very burned out on the industry. 
just wanted to focus on building my business, but I was like kind of done with everything else. And I just thought, what else can I do with my life? Like what else would I enjoy? I've had really great experiences with coaches over the years, encouraging me and making me feel like just, it's just great. It's like what we do, but with your physical body, like you're making somebody feel better and you're encouraging them, but with their physical body and I'll just, I'll become a personal trainer. And then somewhere that summer, I was like, I should teach this to other lash artists and just kind of grew into where it's, you know, female focused, but yeah, so definitely it blends well. Can you talk a little bit about your program and what people can expect if they come to your site? Can you give us a little preview about what that's like? Sure. So I do online coaching. I will be doing actually some in-person training again here soon, but it's an online program, usually three to six months, whatever you choose, definitely based on your goals. But I actually use what's called neurotyping as the baseline it's kind of a personality thing. So it's like knowing someone's love language, but for the neurotransmitters in your brain, and there are five different types. It's super cool. You can take the test and find out what your, what your type is, but it allows me to get to know my clients better and then design the program that's better for them kind of Mm -hmm. based on that. So it has to do with exercise and nutrition and then just supporting yourself naturally that way, rather than trying a bunch of different things that you don't really jive with and you're not really sure why Mm -hmm. there's a reason for that. And then I give workouts, I give mobility um, warmups and workouts based on what people need and then nutrition coaching and calls and everything like that. Like without, is it like a group therapy or is it like one-on-one? Do you get to choose one-on-one? I do some group stuff like in my Facebook group, uh, like free challenges or whatever, but it is one-on-one right now. There is a group aspect within the app that I use for my coaching. So if people wanted to talk to each other, they can, but it's not necessarily Mm-hmm. And they aren't really right now. They yeah. might eventually, but <laughs> yeah. I just kind of started that part of it. So it's just another dimension. So who can benefit from this the most? Women who are busy entrepreneurs that have put themselves on the back burner and they know that it's time to put themselves in the front seat and put some attention back on themselves, make themselves a priority. I definitely empathize with that lifestyle. So I feel like I can kind of help navigate that a little bit more and just help them feel confident in their skin and their clothes and feeling good just in general. Don't we need that? Well, that's great. And I think what this also is it once a week, just so you know the commitment level that they need once a week, or is it you meet twice a week or how often do they meet with you, I guess? So for like a check-in, it depends on the person on whether like a daily check-in or a midweek check-in would be better. Some Mm -hmm. people like a little daily accountability or daily diary. Sometimes we need that just depending. So with the app, there's a direct messaging aspect to it. Okay. And I set up usually a midweek and like an end of the week check-in that's written. And then I give feedback based on that. And then I usually try to get on calls with them every couple of weeks, maybe even a little sooner if we need to, or a little less. It's very customizable. So, cause it's all online. You know, we have Zoom and then the app has its own like video conferencing thing. Oh, cool. So, oh, cool. And then they get the amount of workouts that they are willing to complete at the time. Yeah. So it's a whole lifestyle thing because mm-hmm. you can't just go in like you said, okay, well, Paul, you're going to have to cut out carbs and you're going to have to go to the gym five days a week. It's, yeah. not, it's not just like, well, here's your macros and bye, you know, yeah. go do the best that you can. Sometimes we start with a water habit. 
and just a lash artist it's hard to get the water in mm-hmm. sometimes because mm-hmm. you're just working. So sometimes it's things that we work on like that. And a lot of times there's a little bit of juicing it up, like boosting the metabolism yeah, yeah. to get it going again so that we can make whatever we want to do, whether it is fat loss or muscle building or just maintaining body recomposition. That way we can make it a little easier because so many people are actually consuming so much less than they think they they are and then cut and then they go through a cycle of like ate a lot so now i'm just going to not eat for an entire day so there's a lot of that too that starvation (laughs) and overindulging not gonna vicious cycle not gonna work in the long run how much your services cost so i do 750 for a three-month program okay and then it would be 1500 for the six month it took me a second to remember that because I actually do have promos going on. Oh, so, okay. Yes. <laughs> do you offer, uh, is it all to be paid at once or can you pay on a monthly basis? Both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. A little bit a less if you pay yeah. for it. Yeah. A little less if you pay for it in full because that's just sort of how it works. You know, there's always like credit card processing fees and stuff like that. Business stuff. But yeah. Yeah. And where can people find you right now? If they were to want to look you up and get signed up for one of your classes or for your training? Well, you can always find me on Instagram at Foxy, F-O-X-I-E underscore fit. I love um, interacting with people there. Mm-hmm. I love hearing that like my little reels and stretch breaks help you guys. That makes my day. And yeah. I know that I'm doing this for a reason, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then on Facebook, you can friend me personally and or find uh, my Facebook group is Personality Diet Secrets for Women. And my website is foxyfitonline.com, but I probably need to redo it, honestly. So I have like a landing (laughs) page, you know, that I probably usually point people to. Yeah. But if you join the Facebook group, come take the personality quiz and find out more about yourself. And just in general, like you'll find out like characteristics about yourself and then what style of dieting slash nutrition and training works really well for you. Super fun. That's great. And uh, I appreciate it. And and again, I just wanted to give a big shout out because really... Abby is one of our biggest promoters for LashCon. You always are so sweet. No, you just always like enthusiastic support. Yeah. And I just, there's so many people out there that I've talked to who are good friends of ours and who want to help out, but like, Oh, I won't promote anything on my page. My page is solely for my brand and I'm sorry. I can't promote anyone else. And then you're like, I don't care. I'll just promote. And you're just always so generous. And so that means a lot to us because and I appreciate the other people who even the so they say they can't because I don't ever expect it. I never want anyone to feel obligated to promote us or do anything for us. We're on our own. We're grownups. But when we do get it, it's, it means a lot to us. I appreciate being able to be a part of a conference. Like I'm jazzed. I am like, we're going to, Hey, is anyone want to meet at the gym? We're going to have a gym meetup. We're going to work out together. That's Actually, right. someone asked me if I wanted to be roommates and I was like, well, let me figure out some of the details of that. Yeah. I'm going to be presenting. She's like, Oh, that's so cool. And I was like, yeah, um, like a warm up. She's like, Oh, I'll pack another outfit <laughs> for the gym. And I was like, yes, yes. Bring, yes. bring a movement of some kind um, outfit, but I'm so excited. And I love, Love what you guys are doing. And I love the Lash Conference because I mean, I just got back from a pretty intense business mentorship myself, but mm-hmm. our events are so motivating, like the fire that is lit. And that is the same thing with LashCon. And I think, I just don't know if people maybe underestimate how much juice that can give you to like run back with. And the fact that you bring people in from outside of the beauty industry specifically to, to also talk to us. So yeah. I think it's next level. Well, thank you. Pretty, I think it's a pretty great. Yeah, no, I, I do appreciate it. And, I, and something that we really want people to understand is the fact that if you are just working alone every year by yourself, working all day, 
This is the thing that you need more than anything else in your industry. More than their last training is you need to come and connect with your family. This is where you Mm -hmm. get the inspiration. Tuss and I, we would go to, man, we went to like four conferences, two trade shows, two conferences every year since I think 2013, I think it was. We'd go to the strategies, had one for team-based pay salons we'd go to. We went to the Serious Business Conference in January, and then we went to the IBS show in Vegas and the Cosmoprof show also in Vegas. We did those four, and every time we came back, it was like a boost in the arm. We came back ready, mm-hmm. did really hit hard. We were motivated. We were driven. We had new friends. We felt like we could call on people when we had hard times, and it was just it was what kept us going. And it, without that... I don't think we would have gotten had a slum for 13 years. I just think it was yeah. one of those things we would have burnt out and gave up a long time ago. And I don't think people realize that until you've gone it and experienced it and you're like, okay, I need to have this again. It's like a drug. It's so impactful. And the community aspect, just being around other like-minded people and getting to connect with them and then staying friends with them through social media after. That's so cool. And we've been saying, so our event was just last weekend and our group chats have been insane because (laughs) everyone is just on fire and it's exciting. And and we're all on different paths, but we are still rooting for each other. And so even if I'm not like accomplishing the same types of things, it's like, I feel it too. Like, so what I told one of my colleagues was that this is dating me. Like I'm total like 80, 90s kid <laughs> is the Mario when he hits the little mushroom and he gets bigger. It's a yeah. level up. Yeah, it's a level up. It is. Just I know like that. That little hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you get the star so. and you're like bouncing off everything. Yeah. Invincible. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes, exactly. So that's what it's like going to the conferences. So. It is. Anyway, I hope to see everyone there. Yes, yes, we do too. We have about 350 people right now, and we're hoping to see five oh, to 600, which will already at 350. This is the largest gathering of last artists ever. I mean, most conferences we go to have been 50 to 150 people max. So we're at yeah. 350, and I think we're going to get another 200 probably. Yeah, so it's going to be crazy. It's going to be really, really fun. I'm excited. So. Well, thank you so much, Abby, for taking the time to hang out with us and talk about Absolutely. stuff. Please, guys, go check out her stuff. Her and really, as far as what your specific focus, Melania's doing a little bit different, but what you're doing mm-hmm. is really that one-on-one coaching, which I think a lot mm-hmm. of you guys out there need. Because most of us you on need that own, accountability. we just don't do make changes. I mean, Tussle in a lot of ways is my coach for health. She's always like, okay, you're going to start having these mushrooms. You're going to start eating chaga. You're going to start having all this, you know, Ooh, weird yeah. We should talk about mushrooms another time, but there's a whole bunch of great stuff out there that you can be eating. And so she's my coach. So if you're struggling, you keep thinking, I can't change my body type, by the way. My best friend just lost over 100 pounds over the last year. I mean, amazing. Amazing. And he never- Especially over COVID. Yeah, especially especially during COVID. We didn't even talk about stress and what that does to your Mm -hmm. body. Totally. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Stress and all that, but- he did that because he changed his diet, simply. A little bit of movement, but mostly diet is what he changed. Mm-hmm. And I think people need that coach and that person to hold them accountable. So I think, guys, really check out um, Abby and Foxy Fit. What she's doing is amazing, and I hope it blow, continues to blow up and become a huge success. You really are doing a great service to our industry, so thank you. Thank you. Alright guys, that's 
that's a wrap. That's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And by the way, go do the lashes, guys. Go sign up. I know a lot of you probably are thinking, no, I'm not that good. I, I don't deserve anything. I, I'm just going to live in my hole. No, you might be shocked that you are actually doing more than many others out there. The way you're going to find out is by submitting and answer those questions and getting into this. So go do that today. The links are in our show notes. On behalf of my last puppy, Tusney, as well as our special guest, Abby, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 